Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. This is Ray Martinez. We're going to talk about something just a little bit different. It's something that the city council in Fort Collins wants. It's called ranked choice voting. Now, for the life of me, I don't understand why the city council wants this. It seems to me, if anything, this should be a people's initiative to bring it before the council through petition. But the council wants this. It's kind of confusing. It's kind of a switch of things. I don't know why they're doing this. It's ordinance number 80, as near as I can tell. And I think what's interesting is, have they figured out what this is going to cost? What does this cost the taxpayers to educate voters and bring in a new system? If I only vote for one person in a five-person race, and my ballot is exhausted after the first round, my vote no longer counts. How is this not disenfranchising me or some people who get more votes than I do? Doesn't seem right, does it? I think it's interesting that ranked choice voting led to a big drop off in minority participation in New York City election in 2021, which led Hazel Dukes, president of the New York chapter of the NAACP to say, quote, Ranked choice voting is not beneficial to minorities, it's voter suppression, unquote. Does the city have a plan for outreach to marginalized communities? Burlington, Vermont repealed ranked choice voting after an unpopular incumbent won re-election with 29% of first place votes. Ann Arbor, Michigan and Asthma have also repealed ranked choice voting. Can we learn from history? This is why history repeats itself, because we're not learning from what other people have already experienced. I'll propose another question. Which cities that have repealed ranked choice voting have been contacted by the city staff to find out why it failed? The current system produced this council. I beg the question to city council. Was there something wrong with the way they were elected? Do you not represent the will of the voters in your districts? You seem to be happy with your election, so why are we changing it midstream now? I think the council's living up to the old saying, where you sit depends on where you stand. If you don't vote correctly, then your ballot is considered exhausted. In other words, thrown away. Underranked choice voting. If you don't rank all your candidates on your ballot, even though you don't want to vote for them in any part, your voice may be deemed exhausted and tossed in the trash. Now, even our national ballots and the state ballots that we elect on, you can choose not to vote for any of those people. Maybe you'll just vote for one person of one office and leave the rest blank. You don't have to vote for everyone. In fact, to show you how successful ranked choice voting is, close to 70% of ranked choice voting elections did not produce a majority winner. And they're saying this is the reason why they want ranked choice voting, so we can have a majority winner. Just in last year's election, the mayoral election in New York City, 15% of the ballots were tossed. In the 2018 main congressional race, 14,000 ballots were not counted because they didn't fill out the right blank. New York City's council member, Danique Miller, co-chair of the Black, Latino, and Asian Caucus said, It is sophisticated voter suppression, but it is voter suppression. Let's remember and emphasize that there's no guarantee of a majority winner under ranked choice voting. The winner is based 
on the majority of the ballots that were not exhausted. Not the majority of the ballots cast. As you saw in the New York race, 15% of them gone. That's tens of thousands of ballots. In Oakland, California, the error rate of these votes was up to 10%. And in Pierce County, Washington, one in four votes were thrown out. That's huge, folks. Under ranked choice voting, if you don't rank all of the candidates, there's a good chance your ballot may never be counted in the final results. It is called an exhausted ballot, and it's tossed in the trash. In the close congressional election in Maine, more than 14,000 ballots were never included in the final count of the ballots. This ranked choice voting is not the will of the people. In a multiple person election held under the ranked choice voting system, it is possible for someone to win nearly 50% of the vote and beat the second place finisher handedly and still lose the final count. In the 2010 Oakland mayor race, the eventual winner won after nine rounds of tabulation, beating the candidate who won the most votes by receiving 25,000 second and third place votes. It stretches the definition of the will of the voters to the point of absurdity if a candidate ascends to office over a clear first vote winner simply by being acceptable to enough voters. Is this really what you want? You are not getting all the facts, and some of the facts are very much distorted. In the City Council's agenda packet, it showed that Telluride is still using ranked choice voting. That is not true. They are not. The cost was so exorbitant that even the mayor, Stu Fraser, noted, stating that the cost is $13 per voter. If we figure that we only have 50,000 voters, which I know the number is much higher, at $13 per person, that's $650,000. Right now, our elections are almost $60,000, if not a little bit more. But if we counted all the ballots that came in and had to recount, you're looking at anywhere between a million dollars to $1.5 million for ranked choice voting. Folks, do not be deceived by the misinformation. I always like to say where there's a mist in the pulpit, there's a fog in the congregation. You're being deceived on what ranked choice voting does. It's a complete failure. Ask the other communities. And that's what council should be doing. Think twice before accepting this bag of tricks.